This is Arkham Horror, badly. My name is Predir, and I'll be playing Arkham Horror, the card game. Just not that well. Hello, and welcome to another episode. Um, I've recently finished a campaign, so I thought I would do uh, an episode now as a little bit of a palate cleanser. I have realised that I have never played Carolyn Fine at all in any capacity, and she is an interesting investigator, so I thought I would build a deck for Carolyn and take her for a spin through a standalone scenario. The scenario I've chosen is The Vanishing of Elena Harper from the Innsmouth Conspiracy, so if you have not played that scenario, then... Um, I'm going to try and fudge a little bit of the, the story so that it doesn't spoil it for you, but um, obviously the mechanics and everything will, will be spoiled, so, so uh, put this on the, on the wait, uh, wait list until you've played it. If you haven't played it, if you have played it, please listen on. So, yeah, I've built a deck for Carolyn. It's pretty standard, I think, um, but I wanted to, uh, for a change, use some Bless tokens, because uh, I haven't been using those in every single recording for about three months. Um, so uh, I, it's a 9 XP deck. So it's got the new Holy Rosary. This is the Guardian 2XP Holy Rosary, which puts some blesses in. Um, I've put in Book of Psalms, which heals horror, uh, which is good for Carolyn, and puts in blesses. Um, uh, it's got Rite of Sanctification as well. Otherwise, it's got some uh, horror and healing thingies, like in First Aid. Um, but mostly it's got some clue tech. Uh, it does have uh, Alice Luxley to try and do some damage. It's got Mano and Mano 2 to try and do some damage, and it's got a couple of enchanted blades just in case things get extremely hairy. And she's got a pot of kerosene as well, because uh, I've never played kerosene and it looks silly. But there is a twist, my friends, because I will not be taking Carolyn Fine through this scenario. No, Carolyn Fine... She goes to sleep one night in her uh, apartment in Arkham. And then some mysterious, arcane, occult, eldritch thing happens during the night. Probably some denizens of Yugoth or the Great Race or something like that. It's usually them. Has taken Carolyn's consciousness and transferred it into the physical body of another person. And Carolyn wakes up suddenly to find herself in that other person's body. And that person has a problem, and it's up to Carolyn to solve that problem. And maybe if she can solve that problem, she'll be able to go back to her own body and her own life. So, mechanically, what's going to happen? I've got this Carolyn deck. It's an all-guardian and neutral 9xp deck. And I have in front of me... All nine of the current investigators in Arkham Horror the Card Game who could take this deck legally. That is any investigator who has access to Guardian 0 to 2 because there's nothing higher than 2 XP in this deck. And what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm going to randomly determine one of these investigators to pilot this deck. So the deck's not going to change. It's a deck that's good for Carolyn, probably not good for anybody else. And one of the nine investigators I have in front of me um, is going to be chosen. I'm going to just pilot it through uh, the Vanishing of Alina Harper and see what happens. Um, now, the investigators are, um, well, basically all of the Guardians plus some um, guest stars. So we've got number one, Mark Harrigan, the soldier. 
Number two, Tommy Muldoon, the rookie cop. Number three, Zoe Samaras, the chef. Number four, Sister Mary, the nun. Number five, Nathaniel Cho, the boxer. Number six, Leo Anderson, the expedition guide. Then we've got number seven, Diana Stanley, the reformed cultist. Number eight, Skids O'Toole, the ex-con. And then number nine, we've got somebody new here called Roland Banks. Ro Roland, Roland Banks, I think you're supposed to pronounce it. Uh, he looks interesting. Okay, so I'm going to now use uh, an Amazon device, an electronic device with my voice to uh, obtain a random number from one to nine. So if you are playing this on a speaker for some reason and you've got an Amazon device that will understand this, uh, then I apologize uh, in advance. So we're looking, so to remind you the numbers, we've got one Mark, two Tommy, three Zoe, four Mary, five Nate, uh, Nathaniel, six Leo, seven Diana, eight Skids, nine Roland. So Pick your favourites, and uh, if you get picked, then maybe give yourself a, a you know, a, a have, and have a nice drink or a piece of cake or something at home as a, as a treat for yourself. All right, let's go. Alexa, give me a random number from one to nine. Here's a number between one and nine. It's three. So number three is Zoe Samaras, the chef. So we're going to put uh, Zoe... To pilot this uh, Diana deck, uh, not Diana deck, this Carolyn deck, and um, see what happens. Okay, I'm going to have to sleeve some cards. I'll be back in a second. Okay, so I've set up. I've got the Carolyn mini card, but the Zoe investigator card, and the deck is all shuffled and ready to go. So um, I suppose mechanically, this, this is just like playing a Zoe except that the deck is not really built for Zoe. Um, I suppose, um, as, a, as, a, as a quick overview, um, I, I think Zoe's high willpower will be fine. Uh, there's nothing really in the deck that, that requires willpower, I don't think, um, but it means it should be pretty good against Mythos. There's some, also some cards in the deck to mitigate um, her low agility. Um, she'll probably be fine in combat, but apart from the two copies of Enchanted Blade, um, she's probably going to have to rely on that uh, for combat. Um, she will probably um, do well with the healing, especially of horror, because she's only got six sanity. And if she's going to be tanking um, some hits, which she may well do, then she will probably like to have a, a, a book of psalms in one hand and uh, maybe a blade in the other. So we'll see how it goes. I think her main weakness, her main problem, will be investigating, um, as ever, with Zoe. She's only got two intellect. Um, there are some flashlights in the deck, scenes of the crime, that kind of thing. Um, just to clarify, I did not build this deck with the intention of making it uh, balanced or intention of shoring up any weaknesses, any potential investigator might have. I tried to make myself build only a deck which would be good for Carolyn, but using only a guardian cards. So ideally, of course, one would use some non-guardian cards as well in Carolyn, but... The, the Carolyn's deck building uh, rules are so uh, esoteric um, that nobody else could take that deck if you built it. So, um, without further ado then, let's jump into the story and see if Carolyn, uh, in Zoe's body, and also of course with Zoe's mind, it's Carolyn's consciousness and she's driving the engine, um, but uh, she doesn't have her own intellect, she has Zoe's intellect, uh, which may be a problem. 
So um, suddenly Carolyn awakes. Uh, she's in a car with a, a an angry, um, important-looking guy is driving, and uh, she's fallen asleep, and she doesn't know who this guy is, and he, he he's babbling on to on at her about somewhere called Innsmouth and the job that they have to do. Now Carolyn was pretty happy yesterday doing you know doing her job psychotherapy, doing writing some journal articles, um, but now uh, apparently she's she's doing some kind of important job. She looks uh, in the rearview mirror and she sees that she is a chef. Um, she's sort of wearing, still wearing her apron and her name tag. That's weird, isn't it? Um, she figures that, that this guy is called Thomas Dawson and that she's called Zoe. Um, and, you know, playing it a bit cool and trying to play for time, um, she manages to figure out that she's supposed to be going with this Dawson guy to find some agent called Harper in this town called Ismuth. And Carolyn can only imagine that the reason why her consciousness has been transferred to this individual is because Zoe, whoever Zoe is, was not able or would not have been able to do it without the help of Carolyn's consciousness. So if Carolyn can find Lena Harper, maybe she can go home. Let's draw our opening hand. We've got five cards. We have got Zoe's Cross. Of course she is. Uh, Holy Rosary, level two. Enchanted Blade. This is the, the level zero version. First Aid and Flashlight. Well, they're not very bad, are they? Um, do I keep Zoe's Cross? Um, well, it, it contends, it competes with the Holy Rosary. Um, uh, I am tempted to keep the Holy Rosary for now. Discard um, Zoe's Cross, and then maybe play it later on. Um, I, do, I don't think I keep First Aid. I think I do keep the Flashlight, and I do keep the uh, Enchanted Blade. Um, so I've got something to do fighting and something to do uh, Flashlighting with. All right, we'll take uh, two more cards, and they are <laughs> Book of Psalms and Alice Luxley. Um, this, okay, well, this is quite an expensive opening hand. That's a total of two, four, seven, eleven, fourteen uh, resources. It would take me to pay all these, so they're probably not going to all be played. Um, so I think that um, as Carolyn is, is dumped in Innsmouth Square um, as Zoe, and um, she has to figure out where she's going to explore to find out this uh, whatever whatever's happened to this Harper lady. Um, so what are we going to do with the first turn? So if, uh, if you can't remember or not familiar with this scenario, the uh, there's one, two, three, four, seven locations in play. Um, the starting location is Innsmouth Square in the middle, and then there's three locations on the left in a triangle and three locations in the right on a triangle. Um, the aim is to try and find out which of six potential suspects and six potential hideouts are uh, the person who has uh, taken or, or done something to Alina Harper and where they've stashed Alina Harper, respectively. And we do this by getting clues, and uh, spending clues doesn't uh, advance the act per se. Getting clues uh, allows us to use the ability on the act card, which reads, if the, you know, it's a fast action, the investigators spend um, X clues as a group, you parley, reveal the top X cards of the lead deck to a maximum of three, and draw one of them. Shuffle the rest back into the lead deck along with the top card of the encounter deck. 
So the intention is that we know that anything in the leads deck, which consists of 10 cards currently, cannot be the suspect or the hideout, because there's two cards that I um, blindly removed at the start of the game. They are behind the scenario card, and they are the true culprits slash hideout. So it's a process of elimination. It's like a horrible game of Cluedo. Okay, so we've got our opening uh, hand, our very expensive opening hand. So I think that probably playing Flashlight is going to be a good early play. Let's reveal the starting location. So um, this is Innsmouth Square. It's got four Shroud, one Clue. It's got a Resign ability, uh, and I can spend two resources to move to a connecting location as a fast action. I don't think I'll be doing that uh, right now. Um, so I think that playing Flashlight is, is, is something I need to do just really to have a chance at getting uh, some clues. So there it is, that's action one. Um, action two. Now, I happen to know that this four shroud location in the middle is the toughest one to investigate out of the starting locations. And so I don't think we'll bother here. We'll probably go, uh, where do we go? We'll go left or right. Um, let's go left down to, uh, so we're going southwest to the Gilman House for the second action. The Gilman House is a uh, hotel, but it's not a very nice hotel. It's, uh, it, it, it would get a uh, sub three star rating on TripAdvisor. Carolyn wanders over, seeing its uh, grim, decaying facade. There is one clue here. A two shroud location, uh, and I can heal two damage or two horror in a combination thereof, which would be great if I were Carolyn, but I'm not. Okay, final action. Do I investigate? I think so. Um, so I, I can't, I, it would be good, for example, to have Alice Luxley in play. That would give me plus one intellect, which would be three on two. I don't though, uh, so I can't play her either. Um, I could just let, let's spend a flashlight charge and get a clue quickly. Um, you know what? I won't do that. Let's 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 just risk it. I'm using the standalone bag, which means this is a bit tougher than than I normally play. It's also quite a horrible chaos bag in the Insmith Conspiracy. It's got many many um, symbol tokens. Um, I have uh, softened it a bit by taking out the minus uh, four and putting in another plus one instead. Partly because this is um, it's not ideal having a deck that is no good for Zoe. All right, let's let's investigate. Three, two, one, two. Two on two. That's a zero. That is some good luck. Okay, we got a clue. All right, uh, end of turn. We draw a card. It's prepared for the worst. I put two copies of prepared for the worst in so that I could dig for the enchanted blade. But I've got a copy anyway, so it's not going to be very useful for that purpose. Um, the resource. Okay, we go to the first mythos phase of the t game. Out of doom. The the agenda has a six doom threshold. Um, it does have a forced ability. If you defeat a suspect enemy other than the kidnapper, you get their clues, but they are out for your blood. But um, we'll see if that happens when we come to it. Okay, let's take our first encounter card. It's an enemy. Uh, Initiate of Dagon. Now, this is a, a rather creepy-looking cultist. She's a two-strength, one-health, two-evade, two-agility. She spawns in an empty location... Uh, and while she has no doom on her, uh, she gets plus two fight and plus two evade, which would put her as four one four. At the end of the round, if she's ready and there's no doom on her, place one doom on her. Okay. Um, so I think that Zoe slash Carolyn probably wants to punch this person 
and uh, take them out before they get doomed up. Uh, or do we let them get the doom on them and then beat them up? Maybe that's better, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, put the initiative Dagon uh, to the north of where I am, which is in the uh, first national grocery. And uh, I will wait until they've got a doom on them and then go and take them out. The reason is because then they're just easier to kill. Okay, so... Um, I've taken the clue off this location. I'm now going to... F- Ooh, no. I'm going to play Alice Luxley. There we go. Alice Luxley, four, four money. Um, I mean, Alice Luxley is as confused as, uh, as Carolyn is, uh, but she's here anyway. She gives me plus one uh, intellect. And after I've discovered a clue, I can exhaust her to deal one damage to an enemy at location. Uh, we will find out if that can ever trigger. Okay, second action, moving to the uh, leftmost location, which is the little bookshop. Um, uh, Carolyn, uh, it, Carolyn's consciousness in Zoe's body likes uh, the idea of reading, so maybe this would be a good place. So it's a two shroud, two clue location. Force, after you fail a skill test while investigating the little bookshop, shuffle the top card of the encounter deck into the lead deck. Now that is bad. Having um, encounter cards in the lead deck is bad anyway. Having more would be even badder. Uh, and Carolyn is, well, Carolyn in this deck is quite likely to fail some tests. Unless I just use a lot of flashlights. So that's what I'm going to do to avoid that eventuality. So I've got one action left because I played Alice. I moved in. It'll be three on two. Okay, we're going to commit. uh, Final action. We're not going to use a flashlight. We will commit prepared for the worst uh, to put us four on two. So uh, so we use two plus one for Alice plus one for prepared for the worst. That's four on two to get one blue. Four on two to get a clue. We got ourselves a minus one. That's fine. So we got one clue. There's one clue left. Uh, end of the turn. Um, I draw a card. It's another Alice Luxley. Uh, they come in pairs. So I'm going to take a resource. I'm to one resource. Then at the end of the turn, because the uh, initiated Dagon was not dealt with, they have a doom on them. So there's two doom in play now. Start of the next turn, there's three doom in play. Two on the agenda, one on the initiate. We draw a card. Fog over Innsmouth. Revelation test, willpower three. If you succeed, either take one horror or put Fog over Innsmouth into play next to each agenda deck. If you fail, do both. Each location gets plus one shroud. Oh dear. Okay, so we want to pass this. Um, mm, I think I'm going to commit a book of psalms to make me for five on three. So five on three. I mean, uh, yeah, five on three. That's oh dear. That's the elder thing, which is a minus four. If you if you fail, place one of your clues at your location. That's annoying. So two things happen. One, I put a clue on this location, so the one that I got last time is is back on there. Um, I have to take a horror and. Uh, each location gets plus one shroud until the end of the turn when it gets discarded. Um, well, we'll put the horror on Alice Luxley, I think. And then uh, I'm going to try and investigate to get these clues that I, well, I get the clue back that I found. So um, Carolyn Zoe is uh, digging frantically through the shelves in this bookshop, trying to find some book which will give her information. Spend flashlight charge. So I am three on one. Because this is a three-star location now, three and one. 
tablet, which is a minus three if you fail to take one horror. Uh-huh. So, uh, I'll put that on Zoe, because I don't want uh, Alice to die just yet. And I have failed while investigating, so I have to shuffle the top card of the encounter deck into the lead deck. This is going terribly well, isn't it? Um, I mean, if I can't find clues from a two-shroud location, it doesn't bode uh, at all well. Right, so we are shuffling the now um, annoyingly inflated lead deck. So we're going to try again, second action, spend a second flashlight charge. Uh, what are we on? Uh, three on one. Plus one. Okay, that's a clue. Uh, I'm going to spend the last flashlight charge. Right? Um, I've got nothing to commit. Well, I've got, yeah, I've not used that copyright. Uh, do we go? Uh, no, I won't spend the last flashlight charge. Instead, I will commit this copy of Alice Luxley from hand, which means I'm going to do four on three. Yeah, four on three. Minus one, that's the clue. Okay. So I am going to then uh, use two of those clues to search the lead deck. So we're going to look at two cards, and we've got to draw one of them. And uh, the others get this uh, shuffled in. Okay, so we've got a location, Sawbone Alley, and a uh, suspect, Joyce Little. So, um, neither of those is the culprit or their home. Um, I've got a little piece of paper in front of me that I'm crossing off, Sawbone Alley and uh, Joyce Little. Now, I can either sp uh, spawn Joyce Little and she would be in the little bookshop with me. Or I could spawn, uh, put into play Sorbonne Alley. Um, now, ordinarily when I play this scenario in the past, I try to put locations into play because they, are, they allow more movement, they give you victory points and so on. But because I'm literally at the space that uh, Joyce Little spawns in, it's probably worth me doing that. Um, the advantage being that I can get one clue off Joyce uh, by doing a will test, which uh, I'm more likely to pass as Zoe. But let's look at the Sawbone Alley. It would appear right next to where I am, and it would be two clues with two shroud in it. You know what, I'm going to uh, go back on what I said. I'm going to put Joyce back in the deck with the top card of the encounter deck, and I'm going to uh, put Sawbone Alley into play. Because it's so close, and it gives me two clues for two actions, potentially... Whereas Joyce is aloof, which means I would get one clue for two actions to engage and then uh, parley her. So I don't think that's worth it. Um, okay, so that's all our turn. Um, I'm going... I said I would take out the um, initiate, didn't I? No, I didn't. But uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, for the upkeep, we're drawing a card. It's first aid. Might be uh, useful, given how often I'm failing stuff. And a second resource. Uh, the um, Fog of Rinsmouth goes in the discard pile. And uh, place a third Doom, or fourth total, on the agenda. And I'm drawing a card. Oh, Lord. On Wings of Darkness. This is one I was worried about. So I've got a test. Feet four. Suddenly a, a, some beating of dark wings is above Carolyn's head. What is she going to do? She's going to try and run, but she's not as agile as she normally feels. Um, well, she's got two agility, 
four. I mean, I'm just going to fail this, aren't I? Because I could commit Holy Rosary to put me three on four. But oh, that's wishful thinking, isn't it? Might as well keep my commit. All right, I'm just going to. I'm just going to tank this. So, let's think two on four. That's a minus two, so committing um, would not have helped. So I take one damage and one horror. I'm going to put one damage on um, Officer Luxley. G Officer Luxley. And I'm going to put one horror on Zoe Cranky. Okay, well, I'm better going to have to put some first aid into play soon. Um, okay. Uh, and I move uh, to a central location. Well, there is only one central location, and it is in Smith Square. So, I mean, I suppose it could be worse. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm now in a situation where I have one clue. We've got four Doom in play, and the agenda's going to flip in, in two turns. I'm going to take out this initiate, I think. So, first action runs over... Kind of runs over to the um, first... I always forget what this is called. First National Grocery. First one it was. Um, and the initiate jumps on her. This... Got a doom on it, so it's a very weak enemy. Two, one, two. Um, because of Zoe's ability, I get a resource, which is uh, nice and crunchy. And then I'm going to just to do, do some punching. All right. So we're punching. Um, yeah. It would be nice to just eat it, to manage to try and use Alice Luxley's ability, but it, I mean, I, I'm less likely to get a clue than I am to... Uh, to do the damage first. So there is one clue on this location, by the way. It's a three shrouder. Um, I could search my deck for an item, but I'm not particularly inclined to do that. Uh, let's do some punching. So we're punching four, four, uh, four on two. Great, it's another thing. So that's minus four, and I put a clue on this location. Things are going badly, guys. Okay, um... I'm going to seize my last action to do that again, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Let's try it again, one more time. Oh, it's the tablet that's minus three, that's a fail. Uh, okay, well, I suppose I have to kill Alice Luxley at this point. I don't really want to take a third horror on Zoe, with having made no advance whatsoever. Um, but I don't, no, I want to keep Alice in play. Let's put one uh, horror on on, on uh, Zoe slash Carolyn, who's now got three horror, which is fantastic. Uh, that was the, um, the initiate hitting us in the enemy phase. Uh, we drew a card in the upkeep. It's a manual dexterity. That's fine. Take a fourth resource. Um, right, so the fifth Doom of five goes in play. We've got four on the agenda, one on the Lemon Initiate, who cannot die. Um, you know, Zoe's, Zoe is armed with a butcher's knife, but uh, Carolyn is not used to using a butcher's knife, and, and the attacks are all um, it's slow and sluggish, and Carolyn curses her strange new body she's been transferred to. Um, okay, and we're drawing an encounter card. Furtive locals test intellect three. If you succeed, either take one damage or put furtive locals into uh, play next to the agenda deck. If you fail, do both. 
Uh, and if if it's by the agenda deck, then it, I cannot parley. That's fine. So I'm just going to risk it. So we're one, two, three on three on three. Minus three. That's a fail. So I take a damage and I cannot parley this turn. Okay, so um, I'll just take damage. That's damage is fine. I can take damage for days. Um, all right, look, I'm going to have to try and kill this person. Um, I'm going to do a weird thing. I'm going to because I'm thinking of playing manual dexterity so that I can evade the the um, and the the the, the Dagon person, the initiate, then investigate and then use Arslexley to kill the person. But it's just the same. It doesn't really give me an advantage, so I will just um, fight. We're fighting four on two. Plus one. Okay, so that's dead, and we're one doom uh, up, as it were. So there's only four doom in play now. Um, I have got two actions left. So I want to get... There's two clues on this location, um, because I dropped one. Um, so, oh gosh. All right, well, I'm going to use a flashlight charge for the first one. So we drop the shroud of the location from three to one. And I've got a sh uh, intellect of three with Alice's ability. So we're going three on one. Ooh, it's a cultist, which is a minus two. Thank goodness. Okay, we get one clue. Um, now, I kind of want that other clue as well, so I will um, investigate third action. I do not have a flashlight charge left. Uh, I've got just three on three. That's a bit bad, isn't it? Uh, is there something better to do? Do I... No, I've got, I got to advance, so I'm going to do that... Three on three. Minus one, drat. Okay, um, no enemies in play. Upkeep, it's mano a mano level two. So I put this into the deck uh, for Carolyn because it does two damage at the start of a turn, which is you know, often quite nice to get rid of some of the weaker enemies. Um, it would have been great to have last at this turn. Okay, and we take a resource, we're up to five. And we go into five boom, which means that this is the last turn before the agenda flips. The furtive locals uh, go into the discard pile. That would have happened before the doom goes on. And I draw an encounter card, and it's uh, no hunting shadow. You must either lose one, spend one clue, or take two damage. One taking two damage, uh, which I don't want to do uh, in sort of abstract terms because that puts me on three damage and three horror. Because I don't also want to kill Alice. Um, but I also try to get this clue like three times now. I keep, uh, I keep dropping it with my clumsy new hands. Okay, so what are we gonna do to get this clue? It's still difficult. Do I just, do I just pound through the actions to get this and then? Because mm, the problem is that I could go and get other clues, uh, and I know the shroud shrouds of some of the locations in the east, if you like, on the right. Are lower, but I won't be able to do that before the agenda advances. Um, I mean, the agenda advancing is not the end of the world, but it's just it would be nice to be able to make some progress. I will have a go at getting this clue, and then if I don't get it first action, I will probably walk away. This is three on three tentacles. 
that's a sign from the aliens who've put um, my consciousness in Zoe's body that um, the, the, the first national grocer is not open for business. Second action move to the Square. Third action move to the Marsh Refinery. Uh, Carolyn runs across town trying desperately to find more information. She has been unable to use her customary wits and intellect. Marsh Refinery is a one-shroud, one-clue location. This is more in Zoe's Ballywick, so uh, there's no action left, unfortunately. Um, but there's also an ability there. There's been two actions to draw four cards, which nah, yeah, I might do that. Okay, um, upkeep, we draw a card. It's Dodge, which I put into the deck so that uh, Carolyn wouldn't have to fight anything. Uh, take a sixth resource, and then we are on six doom, which is the agenda threshold, and so we advance the agenda. The town of Innsmouth grows more and more hostile with each day that passes. The townsfolk have caught on to your presence, and perhaps even the reason for your visit. So I have to shuffle the, uh, a copy of Winged One and Two Hunting Night Gaunts into the deck. There was also some text about a flashback, but uh, Carolyn doesn't have any idea what that means. All right. So we uh, go to Agenda Two, Growing Suspicion. This is basically the same uh, text, uh, rules text. It's got seven Doom Threshold, and um, I have to try and make an accusation before that runs out. So that's a ticking clock. Seven turns, less than seven turns, certainly. All right, draw, draw an encounter card. Obscuring fog. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so this makes my location shroud three, not shroud one. My brief hopes of being able to actually investigate the location have been expertly dashed by the mythos. <sighs> I mean, it's again three on three now. And I want no icons in hand. Wow, this is a... Okay. Well, this deck would be fine if I had an intellect of four. But as it happens, I've got all sorts of intellect... Uh, all sorts of non-intellect icons in hand. Um, I mean... I've, I'll just have a go. I'll have a go for first action. Three on... Three on... Uh, three. Three on three. Plus one! Fantastic. So the obscuring fog goes away, and I get a clue. A, a glimmer of Carolyn's intellect uh, sparks in uh, Zoe's mind, and we discover the secrets of the Marsh Refinery. Okay, I think I want to do a little bit of tooling up whilst we're at the beginning of an agenda. So I'm going to put first aid into play for two, um, only because we're already pretty horrified, and I don't really uh, like that. So, um, I mean, it's, it's incredibly inefficient in terms of action economy. It's one action to heal one damage or horror, but there we are. We might be able to do that once or twice. Um, do I? No, I could play either the Enchanted Blade or the Holy Rosary. I'm inclined... Ooh, Holy Rosary has, damn, has Sanity Soak. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Do we play the Holy Rosary instead of First Aid? Yes, I take back everything I said about first aid. It's coming back to hand. I'm playing the Holy Rosary instead. So it gives me plus one willpower and two sanity soak. And after I succeed in a will test on a treachery, I exhaust it to add two bless to the bag, which 
may give me some edge. Um, and I also, I think, want as my final action to play an Enchanted Blade. Um, because I probably will fight something harder than an Initiative Dagon. And you know how hard that was to kill. So this now gives Zoe 5 strength to fight, and she can empower the blade by spending a charge to make her 6 strength plus 1 damage, which is cool. Um, and that's it. So I draw an... Um, oh no, I've got two clues. I'm going to spend those two clues. I'm going to look at the top two cards of the lead deck. Okay, and we've got Brian Burnham and the house on Water Street. Well, I'm a bit relieved to get to um, new things there, so we can cross off the house on Water Street and Brian Burnham from our list. There's only now uh, a one in four chance uh, to get both of those things. Well, but one in four for the suspect, one in four for the hideout. If I were guessing, which I probably will have to do, I think. So are we putting Brian Burnham into play? Or are we doing House on Water Street? Oh yes, it's House on Water Street every day of the week. Because it's right next to us, again, luckily. It's here on the far top right of the map. It's a one shroud location with two clues on it. Um, and it's got some kind of uh, rules text for uh, passing it. An investigation test by uh, three or more, which is not going to happen. So um, that's perfect for Zoe, unless I draw the Obscuring Fog again. Um, and so Brian Burnham goes back into the Leeds deck with another um, encounter card. So that was, one, two, yeah, that was three actions plus that. I've got no clues now, but I'm one step or two steps, I suppose, closer to, uh, well, to, to, to failing to guess who these suspects are. I don't know if I... No, my wild luck works. Okay, we're drawing no enemies in play. We're drawing an, a, a, a normal card. It's dodge. I've got two dodges now. That's all right. And I've got a, a resource. So I've got two resources in play. Top of the round, I'm going to put a doom in play. And I'm going to draw an encounter card. And it's crypt chill. Uh, well, this is my chance to try and get this holy rosary to kick in. I am uh, five on four. I'll commit first aid. Uh, will I? Yes. So I'm six on four. Where are, where are you? Where are you, Kirschberg? Six on four. To not be chilled by the cold um, air emanating mysteriously from the uh, wind around the refinery. Uh, minus two. Nice commit there. Six on Four minus two is four and four, so I pass. I don't. I mean, I suppose I would have just chucked the flashlight to be honest. And now that I think of it, anyway. Okay, I do pass that test, which means that I will exhaust the Holy Rosary and put two blesses into the back. And two blesses is better than no blesses. Okay, so we're going to move first action to the um, house on Water Street. Um, it's got one victory, one shroud, two clues. Four staff, do you successfully investigate the house on Water Street by three or more? Either draw the top card of the encounter deck or shuffle that card into the lead deck. Well, yeah, like I said, not going to happen. Right, so we've got two actions left. I'm just going to investigate, I think. As good a chance as any. Three on... Three on one. Minus one, that's a clue. Final action... Ah, that's a tablet. That is not a clue. 
Tablet, uh, minus three, yeah, I'm zero in my mind. You fail take one horror. Poo. I like taking horror. Can I take damage instead? Well, that's, that horror is going on the rosary. I'm, I'm keeping Alice Lexi alive as long as I can. That one plus one investigate, plus one intellect is uh, very useful right now. Okay, end of the turn. I drew a card. It's a right of sanctification. I can never say this word. Right of sanctification. Um, sure, we might be able to get that into play. It doesn't cost anything, so um, it's an opportunity for us to play stuff, but I'm not exactly struggling to pay for these cards. Um, okay, so I've got now three resources, and I add a second doom. We've got one clue, by the way, but I, I never want to spend one clue. I want to spend two or maybe three if I'm feeling uh, luxurious. We draw an encounter card. <sighs> Hunting Shadow. You must either take... Won't spend one clue or take two damage. Right, this is um, spending doesn't even mean putting it on the location because if I could put it on my location, that would be so hard to get back. But spending it is, is wasting the, the action that I did last time. If I take two damage, that is probably going to go on me, which means I've only got four health left. Yeah, I'm going to have to spend a clue. I don't want to damage um, Zoe too much. All right, well, that's frustrating. Well, we're going to have to try and go for that clue again, first action. So, um, we are three and one again. Oh, it's the Elder Sign. Elder Sign, uh, plus one, and it's not an attack. So I get that clue, and it's uh, another victory point. Um so I've got two actions left. I'm going to move south. Carolyn wanders down to the harbour. She listens to the seagulls, but there's a horrible stench of what maybe is rotting fish on the air. So it's got a th shroud of three, and it's got um, two clues on it. <sighs> okay. Well, I've got one action left. Um, well... This is tough. I mean, I suppose I just try, unless I dig for a flashlight. I've got a right of sanctification. Never going to say the word. Right of sanctification. Ah, uh, I'll commit it. There you go. So I'm commit going four on three to try and get one of these clues. Four on three. Oh, it's a blast. So I'm six on three. Uh, so going again, and it's minus two. So six, yes, four on three. Yes, nice. Thanks, bless. Um, so we are getting a clue. Okay, that's the last action. I am, however, going to spend two clues before the end of the turn. And uh, look at the top two cards of the leads deck. <laughs> they are both encounter cards. How awful. Um, okay, it's locked door and it's an Innsmouth troublemaker. The locked door is would go on the would either go on my current location or in the Innsmouth Square or back in the grocery. Um, and you know, testing fists four is not that bad. And the Innsmouth troublemaker. Uh, a lot of work to kill the Innsmouth Troublemaker. I think we will put the locked door into play and we will put it on the uh, Innsmouth Square. There we go. I'm it's a Shroud 4. I'm unlikely to bother with that. Um, 
So, unfortunately, we have to put the um, Troublemaker back in the deck, the Elite's deck, and another Encounter card. That was a bad turn of events. So, it's the upkeep phase. It's another Rite of Sanctification. Hey, look, I, I learned how to say it the ninth time. Fourth resource. So, in this Mythos phase, the third Doom goes on the agenda. Uh, which means we're almost halfway to the uh, well to, to failing unless we can advance. I mean, I could advance any time, but I feel as if it would be a very big shot in the dark. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to get it right, except by pure luck. So, um, three doom in play, draw a card. It's another hunting shadow. I'm not impressed. Um, I'm going to have to take two damage because I can't not take two damage. Do I kill Ellis Luxley? Not really, I just need so many clues. Alright. Five Doom on um, on Carolyn. <sighs> There's two scenes of the crime in the deck, and I really wish I had them. Um, I just don't have much way to draw cards, except sitting here drawing cards. I could move to the refinery and use its two-action draw-four-cards ability. Do I do that? Um... Because mm. I kind of want this last clue, but it's a shroud three and... Alright, I'm going to do a weird thing, which is simply to go back to the refinery, one action, and then spend two actions to draw four cards and hope that I can draw some clue text. So we've got... Take the initiative. Nice. Kerosene, less useful. Take the initiative again, also nice, and mano a mano. Alright, didn't get what I wanted, but I've got two take the initiatives, so that's essentially going to be plus, what is it, plus three, hopefully, to an investigation if I can start the turn there. Alright, so uh, that's my turn. Uh, I draw another card in my upkeep, it's a mano dexterity. So I've got two mano dexterity, two take the initiative, two dodges, two manos a manos, or two manos a mano. And one right of sanctification and one kerosene in hand. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh dear. Uh, well, I think the, the kerosene is going. Do I keep the right of ass? It's got an intellect icon. I will keep it and I will chuck a manual dexterity. So I can have a uh, legal hand size of eight. I have uh, four, five um, resources. Oh, what's happening? Okay, uh, Mythos Phase, Fourth Doom. Gonna have to probably move on or just guess in a minute. Uh, what are we doing? We are drawing an encounter card. It's an initiative Dagon. Right. I'm gonna put the initi initiate in the uh, Fish Street Bridge, which is directly to the south of where I currently am. My idea is to run up to the initiate and uh, clobber the seven bells out of them. So I'm going to go first action, run down to the Tower Bridge, screaming Lou Murder, the, the, um, the, the religious fervour of Zoe is, is bleeding into Carolyn's consciousness and morals. So the bridge is a two-shroud, one-clue location. Okay. Now then, I've got two actions left. If I... Oh, I get a resource for engaging with the, uh, the initiate, so I've got six resources. So do I just attack and investigate, or do I uh, evade and investigate and do a damage? 
yeah, it's never the right way. Um, I think that uh, Greta Wagner would have been better in this deck, but uh, there we go. Lots of things would be better if I was. Zoe. Um, yeah, it's just attack. So we will not bother empowering the blade. Uh, we will be four on five. Five on four. Maybe we do empower the blade. Um, yeah, let's do it. All right. So we empower the blade means there's there's two empowerments left on it, which means that um, we are uh, plus uh, six on four. Stabby, stab, stab. Minus one. Okay, so it's a dead initiative. Spares me the doom. Um, I've got one action left. I will investigate. Um, take the initiative as garbage at this point, so we'll chuck a second right of S, and that puts us at one, two, three, four on two to investigate the fridge. Zero. Okay, got that clean. Uh, that's our turn. Oh, uh, God. Our turn just seems to be crisis management, doesn't it? All right. Drawing a card. It's another enchanted blade. Uh, and a resource. I think we're still on eight cards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Um, if I draw an enemy in the inc in the encounter phase that spawns me, I can wreck that enemy. But it never happened. Oh, uh, what are we doing? Um, okay, middle phase, fifth doom. It's getting tense. I'm going to have to probably advance at the end of this turn. Uh, we're drawing an encounter card. Oh, my wish is semi-granted. It's a Priest of Dagon. Three attack, two health, three agility. Spawn any empty location. Forced when Priest of Dagon would be defeated or evaded. If there is no doom on it, instead heal all damage from it, ready it, and place one doom on it. At the end of the round, if Priest of Dagon is ready and there is no doom in it, place one doom on it. What? So I have to wait a turn before killing it. Oh, Lord. So that means that it's going to be putting it's going to be six doom at the end of this turn. Yeah, so it means that it, there'll be six doom in play at the end of this round, which means I have to, to um, guess the suspect. At that point, um, because otherwise, the moment the next mythos phase starts, then I, the doom goes on, and that's the seventh doom, and I will lose. So let's put this fella up. In, I'm not going to go to him, I don't think. Well, maybe I will. I will put them in the um, Gilman house. There you go. Um, so uh, they're going to have to do with them in a minute. Okay. Um. What do I do? I think I'm going to go to the Innsmouth Harbour, which is the nearest location with a clue on it that isn't one behind locked doors. Then I'm going to try and chuck some icons to try and get this uh, ready clue so that I can spend two clues and maybe get some ideas of who the culprit is. So first action, move to the harbour, back to the harbour. It's got one clue on it, shroud of three. I'm investigating and I'm three on three. I will commit to take the initiative. This is my second action so it is plus two, so it's going to be five on three. Uh, do I commit the other, take the initiative? Sure. We're going to go seven on three, because I really want to clue. Minus three, okay, that's a good commit. Um, so that's four on three. So get the clue. Uh, 
Do I? Uh, yeah, I've got another action left if I need it. Um. Um. Let's. Yeah. Let's. Um. Let's do the thingy now. Leads. Spend two clues. Look at two cards. Okay, they are both unique. Nice. Okay, so we've got Othera Gilman and New Church Green. So it's not any of them. Okay. Um, so we've we've cut our suspect list and our hideout list in half. So now it is a mere one in three chance of being able to guess one or the other, and a much worse chance of me guessing both. Um, right. Uh, got one action left. At the end of this turn, I am going to guess. And so is there anything I can do to improve my chances? Not really. Um, I am rather perturbed that my weaknesses are still in the deck, but almost half my deck is there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else I can play, really. Um, yeah, I could play another Enchanted Blade instead of the Flashlight. Do I do that? Or do I move back? Well, I don't know where the thingy's going to come in. Um... Well, oh, sorry, I need to decide which one of these to put into play, don't I? Um, do I put Othera Gilman into play? Should we go to the Gilman house? No. Do I put New Church Green in? That's kind of in the middle, in the top, I think. Uh, yes, I think so. So let's put the, the green into play. Um, and that is, therefore, above the uh, Innsmouth Square. It's a three-shroud location with two clues. Um, I mean, at this stage, I don't think I will be getting those clues, but um, there it is. And then another thing he goes into the Leeds deck, but at this point it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, so I've got my final action, which I was dithering about. My, 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 we've got one Enchanted Blade and an empty flashlight in my hand, so I was thinking of just dropping the Enchanted Blade, and then if I manage to guess the suspect and the hideout, I can go and just wreck the suspect, which would mean I have enough charges to do plus one on every... Uh, on every charge, so I'm going to do that. That's a weird thing to do, but maybe dual-wielding Enchanted Blades is cool. Who knows? Okay, we're playing Enchanted Blade Final Action, ditching the flashlight. Uh, that's uh, three resources. Got three... Oh, yes, three charges on it. And then... Could at the end of the round, the end of the phase? Uh, yeah, I mean, advance at the end of the round. So, there's no enemies in play. Oh, there is, actually. So that doom goes on that guy. At the end of the round as well. Well, we'll do that uh, first. Um, then I take a card. I'm prepared for the worst, sure. Um, both my weapons are in play, so that's not very useful. I'll take a resource sum on four resources. And then I will advance the act. So Carolyn in Zoe's body has to make a choice now. Time is running out and whoever this Agent Harper is, she is not going to be long for this world unless we can solve this problem. So we have to make a guess. Sorry, an accusation. A, an accusation based on deductive and abductive knowledge and, and years of scholarly thought in the art of deduction, otherwise known as picking uh, one out of three twice. So our potential suspects are uh, Marsh... Barnabas Marsh, Zadok Allen, or Robert Friendly. And our potential hideouts are Innsmouth Bay, Innsmouth Jail, Shorewood Slums, or Esoteric Order of Dagon. Well, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's an absolute gamble. 
I've got no information. So I think that I am going to be suspicious of Zadok Allen and of Innsmouth Jail. So that's my guess. Zadok Allen, Innsmouth Jail. Here are the two cards which were hidden behind the uh, the Sidara card, which are the Cluedo cards, and they are Barnabas Marsh and Esoteric Order of Dagon. That is not what I guessed. So, I fail. Um, I have to uh, <laughs> advance to, I think it's resolution one, uh, and what happens? Let's read it. Eh? As night falls once more on the town of Innsmouth, you return to your hotel room to find that it has been completely ransacked. Your luggage is ravaged, your contents thrown about, strewn about. Much of your gear has been stolen, scrawled on the wall and black paint as a warning. Inter... what is that word? Oh, interlopers drown in the deep. Perhaps you should lay low for a while. Well, Caroline has never been in somebody else's body piloting them before. This was um, creepy for her, but um, a couple of days later... A note is passed under the door, and it turns out that Agent Harper managed to escape herself. And so, uh, in a way, Carolyn succeeded. I mean, maybe she succeeded because um, she killed some of those initiates, um, and she kind of managed maybe to keep the, the cultists at bay enough to allow the agent to escape. And so, um, as that happens, Carolyn feels herself being removed from... Zoe's body and her consciousness is drawn into another plane. She's whirling around. Will she return to her own body or will she have to be forced into another body to solve a problem that they have? Um, I think that's an answer for another day. But um, I think what I'm minded to do is to keep going. And next time I will choose another candidate for Carolyn's deck from the ones that weren't used this time. So the others eight left. And we'll pick another scenario for Carolyn to try and save the world. <laughs> Somebody else. Um, we got some XP. There's XP for the House on Water Street. That's one. There's XP for the uh, Sawbone Alley, which is two. And that's it. So two XP. Um, I might try to do a brown loaf and double that to four um, we'll see how I feel. My idea was, though, that whenever I finish a scenario, if I have XP, then I will upgrade the deck as if it were the investigator that I have been playing and use their uh, deck building restrictions or rules to upgrade the deck rather than Carolyn's. And so this may lead to then some illegal deck combinations, but I don't necessarily mind because it'll make it sort of interesting. So, in principle, Zoe has got access to uh, more or less the same things as Carolyn. She does have access to, to five level zero cards from any class, so maybe that's something to spend one XP or, or something on. But uh, in the event, for example, that I would have got skids, then uh, I could spend XP on some rogue cards, just to make it fun. Well, it's a shame that I wasn't able to successfully guess who the culprit uh, was, but it was a long shot anyway. I think I was pretty unlucky a few times in that game, uh, especially with the combinations of encounter cards and tokens uh, drawn and investigation checks. On the other hand, I was very lucky in drawing um, locations which were next to where I was, and I was able to move quite 
quickly to there, otherwise I don't think I would have got any XP. Um, I think the deck is kind of fun, um, but it is a big struggle for somebody like Zoe with two uh, intellect to, 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 to do anything without flashlights and so on. Uh, and if I'd drawn Scene of the Crime, or if I'd drawn my second flashlight, maybe things would have gone a bit better and I would have just been able to uh, successfully guess the, the culprits. If I'd been able to cross maybe one more name off both lists. But that's how things go in Arkham Horror. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And I hope you join me next time where I will play some Arkham Horror, the card game. Just not that well. <laughs> <laughs>